Hi, good morning, and welcome to the Daisy Take. I'm your host, Daisy Elizabeth, and I want to welcome you here. If you're new here, hi, and welcome, and I hope that you hit that subscribe button or that little check mark and never miss an episode. And if you've been listening, thank you so much, and I appreciate you sticking with me. Information for today's podcast comes from commonwisecare.com. caregiver.org, cwrecovery.com, psychologytoday.com, mountainside.com, jogging.org. Oh my God, I can't believe I... I I have to put my glasses on to read this, believe it or not, because I cannot believe that I cannot see what I'm reading. This is ridiculous. It's I-O-A-G-I-N-G dot org slash home care. So I apologize if I screwed that last one up. I really do. But you know, it's Friday and we love Fridays here at the Daisy Take. And I've had an incredible exhausting and um i feel sick and i just you know it, it's funny how pressure and um, anxiety and other things like that can take such a toll on your health and your body that it literally makes you think that you're getting sick even if you have no flu or anything Disclaimer, this episode contains subject matters that may be sensitive to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Now, I've decided to talk about this because I feel like I'm in a transition. The roles have reversed and I'm not talking about this subject all the time. Next Friday, I'll have something new to talk about. But I just, it's been on my mind for the past couple of times And it's really concerning because I feel like more and more people are doing this. And I I really feel like you're, I, I would appreciate some kind of feedback on this. Taking care of elderly parents. And I, I spoke about this time before on the Daisy take, um, raise your hand. If you think it's exhausting, (laughs) you know, um, it can be challenging and, um, it's a role reversal. You know, the, the person that took care of you all of the years before as you were growing up and taking care of you and they were strong and they worked and they never relied on anybody and they, they took excellent care of you. Now you're in that role. And you want to make sure that you do it right and that you do it correctly and that you're not going to disappoint them by taking care of them. And I find myself caught between, you know, love and gratitude for the person that I'm taking care of for my mother, but also like, I have to say at times I feel resentment. Is that wrong? Um, No, I think it's just a natural part of the, the process of taking care of someone who's elderly. 
not only who is elderly, who can't walk, who can't get around, who is a total lift, and it's very difficult at times. So it's taken its emotional toll on me. Not to mention that I have other things that I'm dealing with. Emotional impact, um, it's taken its emotional impact because I've witnessed a decline in health. I have witnessed, um, I, I sit here watching it. It's like a train wreck that you can't look away from, that you want to help and you want to do something, but you cannot, you can't help. You're, you're like, your hands are tied. So this leads you to increased an emotional stress. Watching a parent decline is the most saddening thing. I've always seen this woman as strong. Um, she could do anything. She could do anything. And I really, um, it's so hard to, to, to watch the decline. It's very difficult to watch the decline. Um, there can be physical challenges, you know, providing care can be physically demanding and it can lead to exhaustion. And what I'm feeling now, not only am I dealing with and taking care of my mother who I take excellent care of, I, and I'm not bragging. I'm just saying that I take care of her the way I know that she'd want to be taken care of. I don't trust other people to do it. Maybe that's why I don't have the support. Even if I ask for the support or the help from, you know, anybody, not that I would get it, but I do have people in my life, like my daughter that support me emotionally and support me. Um, even though she can't be here, she's with her family. Um, we do get the FaceTime calls and the emotional support that we need. Now, not only dealing with my mother, but, um, dealing with, um, a younger child who is drug addicted and just as tunnel vision and refuses to get help. That's on the other spectrum, which I have had to set boundaries, set rules. And until you go to rehab, you cannot come in my home which hurt me deeply because I'm like, how could a mother do that? Well, I'll tell you how a mother could do that because by enabling her, it's not going to get better. And I do not want my mother to see her youngest grandchild that way. So I'm actually doing myself and my mother a favor by protecting her, by protecting my mother from this. Um, so it's exhausting. And it's, it's, it's exhausting. And, um, now there are ways to, to deal with it, um, to prevent burnout. You can, um, you need some self-care and you need respite care and respite care is something that my mother does have, which I can honestly say that I don't utilize enough, which I should. Um, it could be a financial strain, but there hasn't been too much of that. It's just been pretty normal. So, you know, I am, 
I am, you know, thankful for that. And it's very time consuming and there's time commitment. Um, If you don't make time for yourself and you don't have the self-care that you need, you can result in feelings of isolation and burnout. And let me tell you, I'm good at isolating. Ever since 2020, I can lock myself into a room, watch TV, read a book, get online, and I'll be fine. Because I would rather interface with my animals than I would people which is probably not a healthy thing for anybody. But you have to make time for yourself. You don't want the burnout. And that's caregiver burnout is also known as caregiver stress syndrome. And it's a state of physical, emotionally, and mental exhaustion that can affect individuals who provide necessary care, often unpaid to family members or loved ones. And it's typically results from the prolonged and overwhelming demands of caregiving. And it is exhausting. Um, Caregivers experience such symptoms as fatigue, anxiety, overwhelm, social withdrawal, neglecting personal health, loss of interest in hobbies, sleep disturbances, difficulty concentrating, resentment and anger towards the care recipient, Increased caregiving-related stress. Decreased satisfaction in the caregiving role. Now, I haven't really experienced a lot of those because I do enjoy what I'm doing. Um, but I'm not going to tell you that it isn't frustrating at, the, at times. Or it isn't, um, you know, or it, is, it doesn't give me fatigue or anxiety. You know, this past week I've had nothing but anxiety. I felt sick to my stomach. I've had a headache. I mean, it's just gone on and on for the simple fact that when you have a parent that you're very close to and you're taking care of them, they end up going to the hospital for days. It is, it is, um, the anxiety's there and you do feel isolated and you do feel alone. So I did a lot of praying. Um, I've really changed a lot. I spend a lot of time in the word and I'm not preaching to you. So don't come at me. I'm just saying that that is what helps me getting closer to God. So family caregivers who often experience burnout are often loving adult children who support their elderly parents, but this is not a, like a nine to five job. You know, at the end of the day, I don't get to go home because this is my home. So it really, um, is, it's really not a nine to five job. Care is something you're always giving. If you don't have proper support system in place, it will replenish yours. In addition to these symptoms, you may find yourself saying things like, Being a caregiver is killing me. My elderly mother stresses me out. Caring for my elderly mother is killing me. My elderly mother is consuming my life. My mother's dementia is killing me. Caregiver sanity 
preservation tips. So you could find yourself saying these, and I don't think I say these things too often because that's not how I feel. Um, she's not difficult to take care of, but when she does get sick, it's a roller coaster ride. It is just a complete roller coaster ride. And there is a lot of worry and there is a lot of anxiety and you, you know, just pray that she comes out of the hospital better and healthy and that you can continue and resume doing what you were doing before. Um, so growing up, your parents may have offered you support, advice, discipline, and care. Now, whether you need it or not, that's what they did. Um, However, as parents age, a growing number of family caregivers are struggling in an unfamiliar role as parental figures to their own elderly parents. And that's where I'm at. The roles have totally reversed and I'm the mom now and she's the child, you know, and it's funny because I, I looked at it yesterday when I got all of her medication and I got everything that she needed and I had to sign a few forms and send them back after her medicine arrived to the house. And I asked her, do you want to look at these papers? Do you want me to read them to you? Do you want, no, uh, uh, I don't care. Whatever you want to do. That's when in my head, I thought she's the child. The child doesn't care what's going on because the child knows that the parents will take care of it. So that's what we're doing right now. We're in that role. There, there is a, a, a slight onset of dementia going on. Not, not a harsh one, but there is, um, she'll tell stories and then say stories about me and then look at me and go, Oh, but I was talking about you, you know, things like that. So there is those slight things that I'm having to deal with. And I cry a lot alone when I'm alone. I think it's good to get that emotion out because I have to. Um, and I don't want to say mourn the loss, but I mourn the loss of who she was. I, I really do. And it says, allow the more, allow yourself to mourn the loss of your parent. Even though they haven't passed away, the parent that you knew as the mother or father it's okay to feel angry or sad about the relationship changing, but allow yourself to mourn the previous relationship that you had. That's where I'm at now. Um, because I, I am mourning that loss and I cry a lot. Uh, can't even talk about it now. You also have to maintain respect and communications. Your elderly parent may be stubborn as well as embarrassed that they require assistance from their children from what was a simple task like bathing or going to the grocery store, um, helping them to the bathroom. I mean, it's all just kind of, those are things that can kind of, you know, make you embarrassed that you can't take care of that, that you should be able to take care of these things yourself done it your whole life. So set boundaries in your caregiving duties, get support 
um, as often as you can. If you have respite care, use respite care. I don't use it enough. I'll be honest because I don't think that anybody could do a good a job as me. Um, that's just me though. And just be there for your parent, treat them like they treated you, um, when they took care of you. That's how I tried to do my mom. She was a great mom. And I can't talk about that right now because it's too emotional. But later on, I'll get into stories of how magical she was when I was growing up. Things were, she was like magic. She was a great mom. She's just a different version of my mother now. And it's hard when you feel alone and you feel isolated and you feel like you're doing this on your own. Watching the decline from her is, um, it's been very difficult. It, it's been so difficult. And I think maybe if I start mourning now, then when her time comes to pass over, maybe it won't be so bad. But I'm not sure that's true. I'm really not. So I wanted to just talk to you a little bit, let out my feelings. And if you have any questions for me or you have any tips or insights, please um, send a message here or email me at thedaisytake at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. And... Um, yeah, I guess that's all I wanted to, there was more things that I wanted to get into, but I think we'll just leave it there and end that on, on that note. I want to thank you for joining me today on the Daisy Take. I hope that you have a wonderful weekend. Join me for Murdered and Missing Monday. Be kind to one another. And if you want to leave a review, head over to Apple Podcasts. You can leave a review, uh, a free review there or, um, you know, email me, join me for murdered and missing Monday on the Daisy take, and please be kind with your comments. Have a wonderful weekend and we'll see you on Monday. Love you. Bye.